comes a gym, here comes a gym, here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym, 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 here comes a gym, here comes a gym, here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym, Mickey about to drop a gym, Mickey about to drop a gym. Okay, now listen up. How are you guys feeling? I hope you guys are doing amazing and let's jump into this week's episode. So first things first that I want to talk about is some of the lessons that I feel like I've been learning recently and in this season of the wilderness. Honestly, I would prefer not to be in a wilderness season at all. Like I am a planner. I am a control freak. Some people might call me type A. I think on the Enneagram, I'm a five. Like, I think I'm gonna have to go back and check that. But I think I'm a five. I I like things planned out. I like to kind of know ahead. I'm a future forward thinker. So it's like, I struggle with being present. I'm like, okay, this needs to get done. This needs to get done. Y'all ever had a list? And you have all these things to do, but then when you check it off, it feels so good. Like I've accomplished this, I've accomplished that. Like that's when I get my relief kind of thing, right? I'm that person. Mm, Bless me. In the wilderness season, it is very hard to, I don't know how I should put it. It's very hard to have a plan. I feel like in life in general, dealing with God thanks God. It's hard to have a plan. And so I feel like that's where me and him kind of like butt heads a lot because I'm like, I'll serve you. Mm -hmm. The answer is yes, but could you give me a heads up? And he's like, no. (laughs) Then I'll be like, okay, well, that's cool. You don't have to give me a heads up, but you know, once I am in it, can you spell it out? A, B, C, D, E, F. Like I'm in it now. You didn't really warn me. You kind of blindsided me. That's cool, big dog. But you know, spell it out, lay it out for me. And he'll be like, no. And I'm just like, because mm. I know that you can, right? I know that you can. You're choosing to not do these things. And so, you know, that's sometimes where I butt heads with God. And for the people who are like, I can't believe you butt heads with God. Like, yeah, aren't you going to butt heads with anybody? And me butting heads isn't necessarily like, F you, God. I can't believe you. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not judging you if you have those moments because, I mean, God can handle it. I don't know why people try to act like God can't handle it. God can handle it. He knows how we are as human beings. So I don't think you should be judged for that. But when I say I'm butting hands with God, it's not always like that. It's not, you know, it's just that I disagree with what you feel like or how you feel like my life should go in the direction it should be going in. I disagree with you or I disagree with your method. Like maybe I do agree with the plan that you have for me, but I disagree with the method that the method that you're choosing to make this come about. And sometimes me being in disagreement with his method or me being in disagreement with his plan in general can slow me down in my wilderness season. I also want to say that Jesus went through a wilderness season. I don't have the scripture pulled up right now, so I can't read it to you guys directly, but Jesus Christ himself had a wilderness season. And if he had one, I don't know why in the heck we think that we won't have them, right? Wilderness seasons are a must. Wilderness seasons are guaranteed. Like we're going to die and 
we're going to go through hard times. It rains on the just and unjust. Always say that. I tend to hate wilderness seasons. I tend to not look forward to them at all. But this specific wilderness season, because I've had other wilderness seasons in my life, as I took time to like reflect, I've had other wilderness seasons. But for some reason, this one felt so detrimental, so different, so at different points in time, overwhelming or just like so heavy to make me want to like question why am I following God or why am I trusting him with my life kind of thing? Why do I choose to say yes to a God who would send me in this season? This wilderness season made me question a lot about myself, about others around me, about the God that I serve myself. However, I think so far in my years of living, this is one of the most important wilderness seasons that I've ever experienced in my life before. And I say that because of some of the lessons that I have you know, learned in this wilderness season and some of the things that needed to happen in this wilderness season to kind of not only shape and mold me, but reawaken certain desires in me or take the scales off my eyes about different people and different things and even different patterns and habits that I have in myself that no longer serve me. So I want to talk to you guys about some of those things today. All right. Here we go. The first thing that, or lesson that came to mind that this wilderness season has taught me is that I had to learn that coping mechanisms that I had that probably protected me in other seasons no longer served me now. And this wilderness season was teaching me like, okay, this worked back then, but this isn't going to work here or this isn't going to work moving forward so let me show you how it's no longer serving you in the dark and let me prune that out before I put you around other people before I put you back in the light before and I don't when I say light I don't always mean like in front of an audience or on a massive scale or in front of like you guys my BK fam like there's a lot of stuff that God had been pruning out of me long before I talked about it on the podcast and stuff that I still haven't expressed on the podcast. There's a lot of stuff that he's been pruning out of me that he's been dealing with me in my heart and my head of like, you have to get this character trait right. Like, I don't want it to be a flaw and to taint certain relationships in your life that I sent to heal you, that I sent to get you to your destiny. Some relationships are temporary. Some are a lifetime. And we don't always get control over how they turn out, you know, like, are you seasonal or are you for a lifetime? However, whether they are temporary or they are forever, I still need to steward them and handle them properly. And I think that was something else that this wilderness season taught me. And just like shutting down isn't going to work for you anymore, Miss Ma'am, or not communicating how you feel isn't going to work for you anymore, Miss Ma'am. Like, Great. It protected you from getting certain reactions from different people. It protected you from maybe even if you wanted to share it, you know, not necessarily. This is a lesson within itself. It also, you know, like shutting down would protect me from talking too much or sharing too much. But 
I, I went to the extreme, right? It's like, I'm not going to say anything at all. And it's not to say that I was, I don't know how to describe it because I was always really private and I feel like a lot of people around me didn't understand it. So they judged it. A lot of people didn't understand it or didn't like that I was private with them. So they either judged it and or it could have simply hurt their feelings. Like maybe it wasn't coming from a judgment a judgment place like, I hate that you do this. Maybe it was, I hate that you do this with me kind of thing. And that's something that, you know, I can respect. But it also taught me like, I had to learn through different circumstances in my life that whether they're close to you or not, it doesn't mean that everybody has the capabilities to handle it, nor does that mean that something that I pick up and I notice, I have to immediately say, it taught me take it to God because I can say something, but if I don't have it in the right tone, if I don't necessarily have the right verbiage, if I don't have the right heart posture when I say it, the message can get lost. And there were some really pivotal moments, I'd say, within these past few years and what I'm now calling my wilderness season, where I'm grateful. God showed me how different people around me, whether they were close to me or not, felt about me. And instead of like, want to go tell another close person, even though I feel like I would have that right, you know, to be able to vent and not have to hold it in. But there was a lot of stuff I just held on to and dealt with internally. And then I was just like, I'm going to take it to God. I don't have to talk to anybody else about this. I don't have to hold it in and sit on it. I can take this to God because I, I can't say for everybody, but a lot of times I think when people vent, it's to get it out. It's not to necessarily make the other person look bad, but people can feel some type of way about it. People can assume you have when you haven't. And then it, and I'll speak for myself and me it'll trigger different things of like, this is why I keep my mouth shut and I don't talk at all. Right. Because assumptions are made, whether I say something, assumptions are made, whether I don't say something and something I've noticed with human beings. I don't know if it's the nosiness. People want to clean it up and call it like curiosity. I'm just curious you know, like you're nosy. Okay. Is that the less you tell people, the less information they have to go off on, they come up with their own opinions. And it's like, they have a desire to know more. And listen, I understand that, especially with me, I understand why people make certain assumptions because there's so little information to go off of. Like even the information that's out there is like, a corner of the painting and nowhere near the whole canvas, right? So it doesn't make sense to people not involved and it doesn't make sense to people who don't understand the feelings that I'm feeling at the moment. And it doesn't make sense if you listen out of order. It's just like, huh, what? Like, cause one week I may be, I may be so depressed where I'm really sad and I'm like, God forget you. And then another week I'm encouraging you guys, but I record those episodes in real time. So you guys are walking this journey with me. But sometimes people can listen and they can feel some type of way. And it's like, that's how I felt then. That's not necessarily how I feel now. You don't know the work that I put in with God. You don't know 
the self-work that I'm doing with myself. You don't know me being in my word and being like, okay, God, show me. You don't know me just trying to meditate and to try to regulate my nervous system to just stay calm in a multitude of different scenarios, right? I In my wilderness season, I wanted to learn or God was showing me that I needed to learn. I'll say that. How to navigate the balance of like, not this extreme or the other extreme because life and people are so gray, as I've mentioned a multitude of times, right? Like I needed to learn the balance of, yes, you may be able to share this, but yes, they may not be able to handle this. Or you can't completely shut down all the time because then you never give the other party an opportunity to fix it or even attempt to be better. Now you've kind of labeled them to that moment or held them hostage in that moment and never given them the opportunity to grow or try to fix it and things of that nature. So I realized that's where fault lie in me in this wilderness season. I mean, not just in this wilderness season, but in general, but that's what this season has been teaching me. Like the scales have been removed of how something that I used to protect me, shutting down, not speaking, is also harming me all at the same time. I talked about in another episode, also pulling me away from community. Because if I think that it's not safe enough to talk to people or to talk to different people about specific things, then I have moments of feeling isolated and feeling alone. And how do I handle this? And yes, I, I take it to God. I start with taking it to God. And can I just say that that was probably one of the best things was to get in the habit of when somebody offends me, immediately taking it to God and being like, I can't believe they did this versus taking it to another person because another human being can either rile you up or they can, or they might not rile you up. They could really just be like, okay, like listen, let you vent and then not make it worse for you or not make it feel like you're crazy, not try to gaslight you or can let you vent, but then also be real with you like, I understand that you feel this way, but let's look at it from the other perspective, right? Maybe you could have handled this better. Like you need people in your corner who can be like, give you time to vent, but then also be like, but you could have looked at this differently, right? Um, I needed to, this wilderness season has also taught me like, I was very hard. I was hard. Like I was not flowing in my feminine energy whatsoever. and. I needed to see how hard I was. Like I was shut down. I was angry about certain things. I was resentful about certain things. I was frustrated about certain things. I was sad about certain things. I had to, as I've talked about many times on different episodes, I had to grieve a life that I just knew was coming. Like, People don't like me to say this, and this isn't for other people to take it personal, but this is just my testimony, my journey, how my life has unfolded. You couldn't pay me to go back to my childhood. Does that mean I never had a a happy moment? No, like, duh, of course there were some happy moments. But how some people want to relive those days, you couldn't pay me to relive those days. So I set myself up for failure thinking, I can't wait till I get in my 20s and stuff to be self-sufficient, to be this, 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 and this. I have been telling myself this since I was a little girl. It's going to work out like boom, 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 boom. 
Like I'm, hello, I'm a planner. I'm planning for it. I'm prepping for it. I'll be ready for it. And when that time came, I just didn't know life would look the way it did. I didn't know the people around me would look the way they look. I didn't know the people around me would be experiencing the things they were experiencing. I didn't know I would be experiencing certain things that I was experiencing. So it's like I had a plan since a child for my life to look a certain way. And not only was I a kid and I had no idea what everything that it would take, I also had no idea the world would look the way it looked and that my inner world would be shaped and look the way it looked. Nor did I take into account of all the different experiences and emotional battles and just different things that I would be going through. I didn't, I didn't take any of that to account. Like it was very, write this list down. This is what it's going to look like. Like how some people have a list for their future partner. Like I had a list for what I specifically wanted my life to look like. It bumped the partner and like, sure, I'll get married. But the thing that I was most looking forward to was being fully self-sufficient and kind of having like that space to myself, like being by myself. That is what I was most looking forward to. Like, sure, I thought I would get married, but that's not something I was like, I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to have kids. Like I thought like, okay, if it happens, it'll come. But that wasn't what got my heart like excited. That one would put a huge smile on my face. What put a huge smile on my face is thinking about me living alone. (laughs) Thinking about me having enough finances to kind of operate and navigate and just not just survive, but thrive in this lifetime. And so to get to my 20s and realize it doesn't look the way that I thought, I had to grieve that. And in this wilderness season, I had to surrender my life, my plan for my life over to God. And I had to grieve this idea of what I thought it would be. You know, a lot of times I think people go through the same thing, but they may experience that with parenthood or they may experience that at the thought of, I thought I'd be married at this age or I thought I have kids at this age. You know what I mean? It doesn't always come with like, kids in marriage sometimes it's I just thought I'd be living by myself I just thought I have enough money to be financially stable in all areas and when I didn't have that and didn't have it in the way that I thought I thought oh hell no like I know I didn't survive childhood for this bs you know what I mean like that is the way my mindset was. And then that also goes back to perception, right? Like, how was I looking at the situation? How was I looking at this wilderness season? And I was fighting my wilderness season. And so I I don't want to say it, it could have dragged it out in some sense. But I think also that over time, God revealed to me why I was where I needed to be and why I was where I was for a multitude of reasons. Like every single time somebody tried to downplay it, why I was where I, where I am, God would be like, don't say nothing. Don't worry about it. I got it. And I'd be like, okay. It had to get to a point where I had to be like, okay, I hear you, God. I won't say anything because God will reveal to everybody and like you'll just start seeing everything line up. Like I had to take some hits. I had to take some comments that I ain't gonna lie, like they hurt my feelings. They made me question, they made me question like 
who I was as a person, the path that I was on. Am I still doing what I need to be doing? Other people almost made me question. And it, it I had to be strong enough to not let outside voices make me question myself, but also not make me question my relationship with God and his character. That's why I encourage you guys to get to know God for yourself. Make sure you know him for you because you will get to a place where you're kind of like, well, you know, like God, maybe I didn't pick the right path. Maybe I didn't hear you right. You'll start debating what God told you to say yes to just because people are like, why? But just because they don't understand. And what I want my BK fam to realize is, and what I had to realize is that God gave you your vision for you and God may have given you specific instructions to be obedient in a certain way for you. He didn't say for them. He said for you. So don't worry about whether people understand it or not. That's that's irrelevant. You need to make sure that you are listening to what God said. You are being obedient to what God said. And I promise you, he will handle everybody else. There is not one person. And, and it's not like on some ego, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like that. It's just like God will soften the person's heart and be like, wow, I'm sorry. Or now I understand from your perspective. I couldn't see it then because I was going through my own stuff. Or maybe I was listening to outside voices and it made me change the way that I was viewing you or viewing different things that you were doing. I couldn't see it then. But you can watch God soften a person's heart. Like I don't think God will bless us in front of our enemies to you know stroke our ego and make this like a yeah see gotcha yeah see oh now you want to now you want to apologize or yeah see i've been telling you this this is what i've been saying this is what i've been doing i don't think god does it for that and i feel like i also think that's why he delays and he takes his time and he's very intentional and instrumental instrumental and strategic with how he goes about softening our hearts with different people in different situations because number one, nobody else will be able to take credit for it. But I can honestly say that he's simultaneously working on both parties' hearts or all parties' hearts involved. There have been different situations where I have felt offended or attacked and other people can kind of see it from my perspective now. But when I received the apology or when I received the understanding, my heart wasn't in a place of ego. God had softened my heart to be humble enough to be like, it's okay. You know, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's all good. Like, okay, you didn't see it then. There are plenty of times where I missed the mark. I don't see it either. But it's not a place for me to throw it in your face. It's not a moment for me to be like, yeah, you see? Like, it's just like a, okay, cool. Like, I'm glad we get each other. I'm glad we can see it. Like, I'm glad the scales have fallen off of our eyes. I appreciate that. Like, God will work simultaneously on all the parties' hearts involved at the same time to where where that moment comes. It's not an ego stroke. It's not a I told you so moment. It's like a realization for everybody, uh, a softening of the hearts for everybody, and just a common ground and understanding for everybody. Like, I don't think God is literally trying to rile us up. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's just trying to 
get us to brace ourselves and understand each other better, but through love, right? Like not through anything else, but definitely through love. And there are so many, I think I might do a part two because I don't really want this to be too long. I kind of have, I've been liking the shorter episodes. Now, will they remain short the whole time? No, because when we get guests, they're, they're going to be an hour and something. Or if I have to go into detail to, um, just to talk to you guys one-on-one, I'm, I don't have a time limit. Okay. Just vibe out with me. And I think, I, I thank you guys and I appreciate all the people who do, but I think I'll break this down into two parts and we'll just kind of ride out November like this. Well, it depends on the order that I put this in. All right. So this is part one and then I'll jump into part two next week. So I love you guys and I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye. Just listen, blank curves, blank curves.